Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 451. I'm your host, Griffith Jones, and a lot has happened in the last week around the world. Not always sports-related, but hey, my family is back home. The evacuation order has been lifted, and they have been allowed to return home. That was awesome. I'm so pleased to get my 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 family back, my wife, my daughter, my grandkids, my son-in-law was always here with me in the evacuation zone, but the whole family's reunited. We are still under an evacuation alert, so we haven't brought home any of the animals yet. Well, I've got a couple. I've always had my dogs here, and I've got a couple of horses we had to bring back, but uh, nothing that we couldn't get out of here in about five, ten minutes. So uh, the fire is about two kilometers away from us. Uh, it could travel that distance in about 15 minutes. So uh, we don't know what's going on. But I'll tell you what, BC Wildfire as a company needs to be, uh, the, the, the senior members just need to be thrown in jail. Uh, they've caused so much heartache in this province this season that, um, yeah, they should, well, I mean, jail is probably nice to them. Um, I, what I think a lot of people would like to do to them, jail would be their preference. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah, so uh, what else has happened? No, we've got an election coming up. Uh, for everybody, uh, and we've now got vaccine passports and mandating this and mandating that and not allowed to go to restaurants unless you have a passport to do this. Uh, anybody out there who wants to vote in the federal election to get rid of this liberal idiot? Um, I don't know if I should say that on the podcast. Yeah, I can. What the hell? Nobody likes Trudeau. Anyhow, um, please go to advanced polling. If you do not have a vaccine passport, they will not let you vote. If you do not, uh, that's not a fact, but it's sure looking like they're going to drop that card. The liberals are going to do that because it's mostly conservative people uh, who are uh, uh, not protesting. I don't know what it is. It's my body. I, I'm, I'm going to do what I want with it. Right. We've always allowed women the right for, you know, it's their body, their, they, their choice. It's free choice. Right. Women can have an abortion if they want. That's that's law. Uh, yet. We're not, we don't have the same luxury. Uh, they're going to mandate what people aren't going to inject into our body. Like, give your head a shake. That's not allowed in this free society. It doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. I couldn't care less. Good for you if you are. And if you decided not to get the vaccine, good for you. I love your choice, too. You know, everybody's entitled to their choice. But you're not entitled to push your opinion on the other person. You're vaccinated, I call you an idiot or a sheeple or anything else, because you're welcome to, you believe that that's the best thing for you. I happen to believe the best thing for me is not to get the vaccination. So, uh, and I'm, that's my opinion and I'm allowed to, okay? And uh, I get called all sorts of things. Why? I don't get it. Um, My choice. I don't want this in my body. 
Okay, anyhow, we're going to get away from that because we're not going to talk about COVID. And oh, we're going to talk all about COVID because we've got the, the Edmonton Elks that are in a bit of a dire situation right now. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Um, and, but yeah, the new passports that are coming out, this is going to allow you to go to a restaurant. But you can, go to the, you can go to the mall and shop for a pair of jeans, but you can't go get dinner while you're at the mall. No, 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 no. Don't go down to the food court. Because that's not allowed. But you can go over to the Levi store. You can go shop for some bow ties. You can go do, get, will, you can go buy shoes. But don't try to get a Slurpee. Uh-uh, that's not allowed. Fuck me. Seriously? I don't understand the concept of how people can just allow this to happen. At what point in time? Do you say enough is enough? And one of the things that I've always believed in, and, and this, is, this is true, this is true, 100% true, the government is not responsible for your health. You are. You are responsible to take care of your own health. If it's raining outside, put on a coat, okay? Put on a hat, grab an umbrella, do something. You're responsible for your health. Okay, you step on a nail, go get a tetanus shot, you, you, whatever, you know, you, you're responsible for your health. It's not the government's job to mandate something for your health. But I'll tell you what it is the government's job. The government's job is to protect the rights and freedoms of every individual, not just vaccinated individuals, all individuals, everybody. There's no discrimination. They are failing miserably at their own job, and they're doing it on a purpose. And the scary thing is the masses are supporting them. We're going to talk about Randy Ambrosi and his desire to mandate vaccinations for all players. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. We're going to talk about the Elks. We're going to talk about what happened last week in the CFL, and we're going to talk about what's going to happen this week in the CFL, or what should have happened this week in the CFL. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. Anyhow, let's open up the panel, uh, the board, and talk to the people. We do not have Charles tonight. Um, we were supposed to have a show last night, and we were all on board. All four of us were sitting here, and blog talk pick up the phone. Wouldn't pick up the phone, wouldn't answer the direct dial. Blog talk shit bed last night on us. 15 minutes before showtime. Uh, but we're, we seem to be working fine now, but Charles is not available for this evening. He's given us our, his scores, and we're going to proceed with this radio program on Blog Talk Radio. Let's talk CFL. William. Yes, Christopher. Um, I just... I just have a couple of things to talk about right now. Okay. The first thing, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, is, and it's addressed to the Calgary Stampeders or the company owns the company that owns the Calgary Stampeders. Why didn't you decide to mandate vaccines in the stadium at the beginning of the season? And why? Tickets. Correct. And why does the vaccine, the, the, the vaccine passport or whatever it's going to be, 
not take effect in Calgary until September 15th. Oh, I can, I can, I can guess. You want to try and get a sellout for fucking Labor Day. Okay. Follow the money. Follow um, the money. Um, so what you're saying is, will the unvaccinated one can go to four out of the seven home games this year, but after the fourth game, it's not safe anymore, so he's going to stay at home for three games. Is that what you're telling me? If that's what you're telling me, I yep. don't ever want to set. I don't ever want to set foot in McMahon Stadium again. And this will probably be the last year that my count by season tickets from you. And you have a hard enough time now attracting fans. And if you think by making it safer, so you say, is going to increase that number, you are mistaken, I'm afraid. And I have... I I don't know if I'm being a little kid here, but I have probably never, ever been so upset about something in my entire life. This is just fucking ridiculous. It's That's all I can say about it. And you can argue with me back and forth. But as I put online the other day, um, vaccinated people can still catch COVID vaccinated people can still pass COVID on. What's the difference between them and me? Nothing. Or was that rhetorical? Sorry. Could be. I think it's absolutely fucking asinine. And, but the players don't all have to be vaccinated. What's that no. all about? Well, because they mandate that. Is it because the players are the players and and it's okay to make everybody unsafe because of unvaccinated players, but you won't let people sit in the stands. And one final note, one final note. Uh, at the last game, there was somebody sitting beside me and I heard the comment that I hope everybody who is here that is unvaccinated catches covid and die. You know who you are. You know who you are. And you are so fucking lucky my wife was sitting beside me that night because I was so close to just just fucking getting kicked out of the stadium when I turned around to talk to you, okay? And I just I just fucking hate this whole thing. I'm sorry. Anyways, that's all I got to say. Okay. Um, don't hold anything back next time, Will, okay? Uh, I, I don't mean to, to make light of that because I, I, I happen to agree 100,000% with Will. Um, I, I, how is it possible that he's able to go to four home games, but the other three, uh, no? You know, yeah, no, he's 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 absolutely not allowed. I uh, it it blows my mind. It 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 makes no logical sense 
it, it is the most asinine thing that is possible that could happen. And uh, the masses out there are fucking eating it up. They're gobbling it up and they're spitting it back out and saying, this is the way it should be. This is absolutely well, not the way that what? it should be. You know what? In the masses' defense, I have seen some people online that have been vaccinated that also think this is ridiculous as well. So, And I'm one of them. Right. So, I mean, I, I think the smart people realize that this situation is a choice, and it's your choice whether you get vaccinated or not. And I'm and okay I with know, that. And I know that Mark, because he's been vaccinated, he's comfortable going places. And I'm unvaccinated, and I'm comfortable going places. So, and I would still meet you, I, meet with you for lunch tomorrow. Right. Right. The, so, the problem that I see here is that because, and and it, it was put out by our good friend Todd Mogi mm. that. He is so excited that he is now double vaccinated and that he has, he can go to IGF stadium with the other 35,000 people and he can go and hug and kiss people and do everything else because he's now protected and social distancing is no longer important. Masks are no longer important. Uh, Limited spacing is no longer important. That is what, that attitude right there is what's going to get us all killed. Yep. Okay. I the vaccination well, vaccine that we know of right now will yeah. lessen the symptoms. It will not prevent you from catching it. It will not prevent you from spreading it. It will not stop you from getting this virus. It just keeps you out of the house. But you won't end up but you won't end up in intensive care, Christopher. That's the theory. The vaccine, yes. We haven't proved okay, that yet. So here's, here's my thing I'd love the Stampeders to do at McMahon Stadium. You know, and I know you don't fly very much, Christopher, but Mark probably has. You know, when you go to fly, they have that thing, that contraption in front of the desk before you get on the airplane that says, if your carry-on bag doesn't fit in this contraption, you can't take it on the airplane. Well, I would like it if McMahon had a contraption like that for fat people. Okay? And if you can't fit in their contraption, if you can't fit in the contraption, you can't go into McMahon Stadium. (laughs) Because... Those people have taken the vaccine to protect themselves because if they caught COVID, they're too fucking unhealthy to get through it, okay? And I just wish people would take a little more responsibility for their fucking health. And that's the reason I'm not getting vaccinated. I think I am healthy enough that I will be able to fight it off. And I'm We all have an immune system. I'm healthy enough because I exercise and I eat properly and I don't do nasty things to my body. Okay. And I'm one of the few. Okay. The rest of the population, they're depending on this fucking needle so that they don't die. 
But meanwhile, they drink, they smoke, they overeat, and they're obese in general, okay? And it's just fucking disgusting. I'm sorry. And I just wish the I just wish the government through this whole COVID thing would have been consistent. If they had have been consistent, you wouldn't hear from me at all. But it's wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear three masks, wear four masks, don't wear a mask. You can if you're six point two meters away you won't catch it, but if you're four point three meters close, you will catch it. It's just a bunch of fucking garbage. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> you can go again. No, I, I'm going to say something that will get you back up and get going, going again because I'm having fun with I, this. One. I have never, I have been never, I've never ever been this annoyed about anything in my life. And it's just, it fucking drives me insane. And yeah. what I, what I hear, I hear they're going to, I hear they're going to start making it so you're not allowed to go from province to province. And when they say something like that, I think of old-time war movies in Russia where they have the big fat guy with the trench coat standing at a gate with a gun, and he asks papers. you for your papers. papers. And if your papers, papers aren't right, they shoot you on the spot. Okay? That's what it's turning into. It is fucking ridiculous. Okay. I, I just, now I'm done. 100%. I need to talk about football now. Can I, can I get you going on something here? Okay. So <laughs> for, for anyone out there who believes that mandating passports, vaccination passports, is a good thing, and you support this, come November 11th, Remembrance Day, I don't want to see a fucking post from you about how your dad or your grandpa or your uncle or your cousin, third cousin twice removed fought in the war against tyranny. Because right now you're supporting it. And you hypocritical bastards better not be doing that. Because those people, those men, those brave men and women that fought in those wars did so for your rights and freedoms, which you're pissing away right now. Don't ever post anything on. No, don't do it. Don't do it because I'm going to come down your fucking throat. Okay. Um, sorry. Did I say that out loud, man. I was, that was a little passionate. Okay. I, I, I'm calm down. Okay. Mark, go ahead. I think everybody just tuned out of the show. We're going to do some <laughs> football. You think? I'm doing well. I don't Looking forward to going to a game this weekend because I wasn't able to get to last week, the last home game, unfortunately. But it was fun at the home opener. My entire section was back. Hey, Mark, so how did they do that? I need to ask you, how did they do that? Like, do you What's have that? a card that vaccinated? says you've been Do you have a card that says you're vaccinated? Yes, I do. Or you have a QR code. Either one. I have the card, just because it's physically okay. easier. Um, okay. Yeah. No. You do. You show your ID with the card. They, and then you scan your ticket and you're in. I see. The only problem with that is 
IGS has dial-up from like 1995. Their so the QR code is not going to work. Well, hey, so, wait a uh, let, me order the let me tickets let me. There's no more physical tickets. It's all let digital. Me. It's the same in Calgary. Let me bring one other thing up. Okay, so the digital <laughs> ticket thing, the digital, the digital ticket thing, for sixty and seventy year old guys who don't know how to use their smartphone is painful. Okay, I get to the game Trust early, you. so yes, that I don't is. have to deal with it. Okay, yep. but this this past Friday, my wife came to the game with me on our twenty seventh oh, yeah, wedding anniversary. Yeah, yeah. How was that? And it was she enjoyed herself because she had people to talk to. The okay. company we had, they don't like football much, and they talked to her, and I just ignored her because I watch football. Um, anyways, <laughs> but I used to go outside of the stadium at halftime to have a cigarette. Well, I don't do that anymore because I quit smoking, but my wife still smokes. So my wife says to me at halftime, can you take me out for a cigarette? And I say, sure, I can. So normally they give you paper ticket to get out of the stadium, and they give you then you give them the pass when you come back in. But the geniuses at McMahon Stadium decided, oh no, we're not. We're going to go paperless altogether. So you have to check out on your phone once again. The lineup was 150 people long. It oh, took yeah. us 15 minutes to get out of the stadium. My oh, wife God. had a two-minute cigarette, and then it took me 15 minutes to get back into the stadium. I got back to my seat at about halfway through the third quarter, and it was like, are you fucking kidding me? With all the brains you guys don't have, couldn't you have figured out a simpler way? Man, the is whole world is going where you go out. Is it a fenced-off area where you go out, or is it just wide open? No. Just wide open. Because what they do at IGF they used to give, is it's fenced off. Little passes. You just walk in and out. They used to give us little passes, okay? And you'd walk out with, they'd give you the pass, and when you'd go back in, you'd just hand them the pass and keep on going. But no, they got to do it, the ticket thing again on your phone. Absurd. Anyways. Okay, now I am 100% done. I want to talk about football. I don't think you do. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I honestly, I don't think you do. I do. I do. I do. Sure? I've talked about this all week, and I, I don't need to talk about it at all. As a matter of fact, my boss came into my office today, and he said, Will, I just wanted to mention to you that that in the next week or two, I think I'm going to make uh, vaccines mandatory at the office. Oh. And I looked up from I looked up from my desk, and he ran out of my office. Okay, because <laughs> he was scared. I've got a eight pound glass paperweight in the middle of my desk. I think he was scared it was going to go through the back of his head. So <laughs> he's a smart man at times. Yeah, well, yeah, no, he just did it to poke the bear. Okay, uh, so he wasn't serious. No, he wasn't serious. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Phew. Ah. Okay, let's talk about last week in sports, CFL sports. 
That's half an hour. <laughs> you know, on the intros. Half an hour. Week three in the CFL 2021 season, we saw the Edmonton Eskimos travel to BC for the BC home opener. The Lions were ready for this. No, they weren't. Edmonton was ready for this. No, they weren't. It was a joke. It was a bad game. It was a terrible game. Anyhow, um, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I kind of wanted Charles to talk about this game because he probably – I literally got up and walked out on this game. It was so pathetic. It was terrible. I just I just didn't want to watch the end of this game. I did watch the end of it because it could have changed in the final minutes, but it didn't, okay? So um, – the final score was the Edmonton Eskimo, Edmonton Elks 21, BC Lions 16. The point total points was 37. Uh, Mark, you watched the game. Do you have anything to say about this thing? Because I'm not calling it a game. It is a thing. Yeah, calling it a thing is about the best thing you could do. Um Just the way BC started, it was a, uh-oh. They had no clue what they were up to no. first. I don't know if they got confused, they weren't ready, somebody fell asleep and gave them a different game plan, but they were out. It was entertaining yeah. in a way because you know how I feel about BC. <laughs> but it wasn't a fun game to watch. Even when they started coming back, it was just uh, Trevor Harris is Trevor Harris. He's dynamite between the 20s. He's a Hall of Famer. And he's Drew Willie. <laughs> My concern coming out of that game was the offensive line for BC. Riley was... Injuries. No, Riley was on his back for a lot of that game again, and that's he, he was already they, they, grimacing. It's not a good thing. We lost the left tackle. You lose your left tackle, your quarterback's going to get hurt. Yeah. And Figueroa was pissed off about something. That became a really chippy game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised that the penalties were higher than they were. And they, I think they set a record. Uh, <laughs> That's being facetious, but anyhow. Uh, yeah, okay. William, you watch every CFL game. Yeah, I wish I could say I watched that game, but I had uh, I had company starting Thursday night. Okay, so you, you're fortunate. Social, I had to be a social person, and uh, I did watch highlights, and I watched about 20 minutes of it, and I'm kind of glad I didn't sit through the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally think I thought BC would be better this year, which they have been. And I at times, Edmonton, at times, on, on paper, on paper, Edmonton does not have a bad team. They have they have James Wilder Jr., who is actually running hard and not talking as much as he used to. Um, they they've got Darrell Walker. You know, they got Ellingson. They've got some good receivers. And they got a better-than-average quarterback. Um, and I, I think maybe what's holding them back this year is the inexperienced coaching staff. Maybe. I don't know. 
But yeah, like well, I said, I didn't watch much of the game, so I have much, don't have much to say. The experts, the experts picked Edmonton to be top of the league. Yeah. The four people yeah. on the Let's Talk CFL podcast panel picked Edmonton to be the bottom of the league. Where are they right now, according to the standings in 2021? They're in the middle. Right. But they're tied for the bottom. Or you could say they're tied for third, aren't they? They're tied for third with BC and Calgary. We're all one and two. Right. Right. So this weekend coming up will should make some difference in this league. It really should. Yeah. Uh, the Edmonton-Toronto game has been postponed. Okay, uh, we'll get to that. And it does show with the receiving. I'm just looking at the receiving numbers for BC. Mm-hmm. Um, if Brian Burnham doesn't have a good game, they're not going to win. No. He only had two catches. But it's not now, Brian Burnham. Yard average, but only two catches is it's not Whitehead. Brian Burnham having an off game. No, but it, it just shows you it's not like Riley's team now. It's Brian Burnham's team. Yeah. It's they win when he goes. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to buy that. I'm not. Got to. You got to throw the ball at him. No doubt about that. But. Anyhow, so let's go back to Sparky's list here because I actually like this layout of what you got here for me, Sparky. This is working for me right now. Okay, I can deal with this. Um, total points was 37. Charles, uh, he picked the BC Lions to win. His, he had a diff, uh, score of total score of – hang on. What is this? Oh, he picked BC at 39, out by two. Got 38 points for this. Now I now I got it. I'm okay, Sparky. We'll be fine. Uh, Will, you picked Edmonton. I don't know why, but you were trying to catch up to the rest of us, and you you seem to have done that. I don't know why you picked Edmonton, though. You picked 34, so you were off by three. You got 100 points for the pick and 36 for the points. Good 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 work in there, Will. Uh, Mark, you picked BC with 37. You picked the score bang on. You got 50 points, but you picked the wrong team. Edmonton won. Yep. BC didn't. And CJ picks BC with a score of 30. I was off by seven. I only got 28 points. 28 points is a great pickup, okay, when you're doing the scores. And I was the lowest one. We were all very, very, very close on that game, Okay. Uh, the second game, that would have been Friday Night Football, had the Montreal Alouettes traveling into Calgary to play the Stampeders. This game, none of these games kind of went the way they were expected. Uh, I think, well, possibly the Saskatchewan game, but that's irrelevant. Um, yeah, this final score on this one was 22, Calgary 28. Montreal was definitely the favorite. So um, total points were 50. William, you're at the game with the missus and some friends. Yes. Yes. Did you enjoy the game? It was very entertaining. There was, there was, there was so many mistakes. 
It was entertaining. Um, Calgary and Montreal do not, and I repeat this, do not like each other at all. Nope, that they was pretty obvious. each other's guts. Okay? And I think the team that won was the team that had the less penalties. And Montreal had like 189 yards in penalties in that game. Okay? Um, two two lengths of football field. The Vag did not look that great. He kept on throwing the ball to the wrong places. Um, Calgary started a rookie quarterback who I think uh, threw you think? two picks in the two picks in the first quarter, and then after that he settled down and he threw some good passes. His receivers were helping him out. The O-line, the O-line, now let's talk about the O-line. We know that the O-line in Winnipeg is rebuilt, and they were missing their starting left and right tackles, and the people who replaced them played their first CFL games ever, and Montreal got one sack. So I guess they must have done a good job. So overall, it was a messy game. Um, I think with with six minutes to go, Calgary was up 14 points. And I looked at the guy sitting next to me, and I said, this ain't even close to over. And sure enough, Montreal came back to drive. Um, near the end of the game, they had – Calgary had defensive players, defensive linemen, laying on the ground because they lost two of their defensive linemen in the third quarter and they were substituting linebackers in for defensive linemen, and these guys were gassed. And it came down to the last play, and they managed to stop Montreal, and they won. So I guess, you know, I can everybody can say it was an ugly win, but you know what? A win's a win's a, a win. A win was a win. It was Calgary's first, uh, Calgary's first win of the year, and that's all I care about. So, No lead is safe. Nope. Not in the CFL. Marky Mark. Mark, you there? Unmute yourself, Mark. Yeah, I just unmuted myself. That's good. The surprising thing I got from the game was Calgary's running game. That's the most running I think I've seen them do since Dickinson took over. It was nice. No, since Bo came in. Well. But it was nice to see them change and give that kid a little bit of time, especially after the two interceptions. But um, it was a really, really chippy game. I was just looking to see if I could figure out how many penalties were called, but I think it was like 25 or something between the two teams. Yeah, it was something rude. Montreal showed that I think they will be good. This is how Calgary is going to have to win. They're going to have to scratch and claw. It'll be interesting to see the week coming up. But uh, for this game, the big surprise I did get out of it was Dickinson changing to a running game. For one running back with Dickinson to get 14 carries, that's a lot. I, I don't know the last time I saw one of them get 20, so... But... Uh, it looked like it was just going to be another one of those garbage games. At least it was entertaining. 
I just thought Calgary was going to get wiped after that start in the first quarter, but full credit to them to come back and take it out. And you're right, right, Will. Um, Vadge was just off. That's He's got the okay stats, but... Well, not really, actually. I thought he had more. He only had 261 yards passing. And he was under 50%, too. Wow. But... I think this is showing what's going on without uh, exhibition games. The football's still flat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Calgary penalties were nine for 80 yards, and Montreal's were 16 for 149. The majority of those came on defense for them. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Not when it's your defense. So the most most penalties for Calgary was on offense. But the defense on Montreal took it all. And that's the chippiness of it. You know, the interesting thing about the whole thing is Montreal had more first downs. They had more total yards. They had uh, (laughs) more rushing yards. Uh, more penalties, more possession time. Calgary still won. So, like I said, but it, it was, was an ugly game, but I'll take the game. It, That just means that it's it's a it was a garbage game. Well, you know what I mean. It was, it was an ugly win. That's just that it's an ugly win. There was fifty points. That's not a bad score. So. But yeah, it, like I said, it was wins, wins, win. I don't care. And maybe maybe it'll give the uh, it'll give the quarterback a little more confidence, and he'll just fucking tear Winnipeg apart this weekend. I, I don't think the kid looked bad. No, he didn't. You know, I I, I, I was impressed. I, I was pleased that Dickinson stayed with him after the two picks, and and he had said that he would. So I'm I'm glad that he was good to his word. And uh, well, again, and the second interception, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. No, it was interesting. The rumor, the rumor, was that that O'Connor was going to start the game, and they changed that about just about two days before game time because apparently O'Connor had the worst week of practice of anybody according to some people in CFL history, the minute they told him he was the starter, they say he got rattled and he didn't have a good week of practice. And with Dave Dickinson, if you don't practice well, you don't play. So, hmm. there you go. Interesting. Interesting. Total points were 50. Charles, you took Montreal, 42 points. You got zero for the win. But you got 26 points for the points. Your difference was eight. William, you took Calgary, 31. You're out by 19. You only for your points, but you picked up 100 for the win. Mark, you picked Montreal, 31 points. You're off by 19. You got four. CJ, I went low scoring, 25. I got no points for the game, no points for the points, no points. I just got zeros. 
Deep sigh. So William, you're you're ripping this. You know, Sparky was all excited about you 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 getting doing really good this week. Did you notice that? Yeah, because because he thinks I'm gonna die from COVID. That's why he's all excited for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, week three, game three, Saturday night doubleheader had the Winnipeg Blue Bombers into Toronto to play the Argonauts. Winnipeg. 23, Toronto, 30. Argos took this one. And I don't know why I didn't pick the Argos. I really don't. I don't like Mont- Winnipeg. Anyhow, um, total points were 53. Mark, this was your game. This was your team. How'd they do? And don't get into some long-winded shit about some cornerback doing push-ups. Okay, go ahead. Not at all. I'll tell you how the Barbers did on all facets of the game, special teams, offense, defense. They shit the bed. Oh, and coaching, too. They shit the bed completely 100%. I wasn't surprised by the rushing yards. That is kind of worrying me because that's the second game in a row that Toronto's done that to them. But our buckle, especially in that first quarter, it was just... Everything that could happen happened. Polaris came out looking like nickels. Uh, no running game at all. It, Toronto's full marks for this win. Toronto defense was all over the field. They were actually fun to watch. Mwamba was more fired up than I've seen him in a long time. Yeah. So, uh, Toronto easily deserved to win that game. Now, if the game had been five minutes longer, the Bombers probably would have won. But they couldn't overcome the horrible start they had. Yeah, play for 60 minutes, not 65. Yep. And I will. I would like to say that I was very happy that Zach Caleros got up after each and every hit because he got hit hard a few times. So he is healthy. I I think he's a lot more durable than everybody wants to give him. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. And I will say, yeah. in one of the Toronto sacks, the, I'm not sure who the linebacker was coming in. I think it was a linebacker, but he could have absolutely buck pierced Claros. And instead, he lowered his shoulder and he put his pads between Kolaros' pads and then went down to the ground. He didn't hit him hard at all. Ten years ago, when Buck Pierce was still trying to play, no, he would have been killed. So I thought it was actually a really classy move on the part of the guy not to light him up because he had every opportunity to. Yeah, okay. Anything else? No, go ahead. William? Um, I actually watched this whole game with a Bomber fan, okay? Oh, my condolences. And I I had a good time. I had a really good time, okay? (laughs) Because because I like when the Bombers lose. I think I think they were outplayed by Toronto, and I think. Uh, <laughs> Do you know how funny that statement is? Think about what I you think, just said. Uh, like they got outplayed by Toronto. Yeah, 
I, I think I yeah, think Toronto Nick has Arbuckle, an all-star team. Nick Arbuckle showed in that game why they traded for Nick Arbuckle and why Bethel Thomas wasn't playing. Nick Arbuckle did quite well. And I think uh, I still think Toronto will be good. I think it takes those old guys. Once again, this is still exhibition. It takes these old guys time to gel. Okay. And, and I, you know, Mark, I was going to say one thing to you and, and I've been watching it quite a bit. I think the bombers. Okay. So I really don't, I've never been enthralled with the bombers um, pass catchers. Okay. And I think they made a mistake. I think I think they made a mistake when they didn't try and re-sign Lucky Whitehead because he is fucking killing it in BC. He is. Like he, he only had uh, thirty-five or forty yards receiving last game. He is awesome. Right, but the two I'm games, not the two when games he before is that, and he's interested. He's awesome. Uh huh. I just, you know, and he's healthy and interested. Right. But I mean, you know, I mean, I think he'd look good as a receiver in Winnipeg right now, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the problem with Whitehead is, and great aunt would look better as a receiver in Winnipeg. (laughs) No, the problem with Whitehead is, and it's why he's not in the NFL, he can't stay healthy. His body just breaks. We, we, we've we heard that about so many people. In fact, we've heard that about Caleros. Um, didn't seem to uh, really affect Winnipeg re-signing him. But, um, you know, nope. we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, had a guy, Christopher, Whitehead got benched think about what you did. at the end of the season. Think in about the playoffs, what Whitehead was benched. Think about what you just said, Christopher. You but had what? a choice. You have a cho- you had a choice. Resign Calaris or Nichols. Calaris or Nichols. Is yeah, there even yeah. a choice there? No, okay. I didn't say that's not that's not what I said. I didn't say that. I, I didn't. Whitehead Nichols was wasn't even in, in my conversation. What Mark said is they didn't resign Lucky Whitehead because he's accident prone or he's injury prone. Right. Right. What the right, fuck right. is Caleros? Right, but that, he hasn't his, completed the season in his career. Their other alternative was Matt Nichols. Okay, so um, that Calaris at thirty percent. Okay, oh, it's is, a better quarterback better than, than Nichols at one hundred percent. One hundred, of course, okay. of course. So, I mean, don't get me anyway. Away. I like whatever. Don't get me wrong. I like Whitehead. I really do. Um, he's really easy to talk to. He's whole, he's a funny guy. He just he got benched because he got injured, and a guy came in and took a spot, and was a better receiver. Now that guy's injured. This year, he played one game so far. So, and do you realize we're coming into I mean, I, I, a quarter I, I was season not- yeah, I was not happy that Winnipeg lost because they're playing Calgary this week, okay? <laughs> so, so 
So oh, are they going to take it out on Calgary? Probably. What was that? For both you and Christopher, there's another reason you can hate Winnipeg. I'm going to try to find the picture, but I will tell you. Willie Jefferson anointed himself the mayor of Swaggerville. <laughs> now we know they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. You think people we know for a fact? To... We know for a fact it's going to be Winnipeg and BC in the Grey Cup, and BC is going to win. Okay. <laughs> that means BC has to do the crossover, and I don't think it's eligible. That's year, right. That's correct. Didn't they? Didn't they say there was not going to be a crossover? I don't know. Did they? I, I don't know. I think they did. I think they said there wasn't going to be a crossover this year. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let's. Uh, wh- where are we here? I got to talk about this one. Okay, this is a Winnipeg Toronto game. Uh, total score was fifty-three. Charles picked Winnipeg by thirty-five. Uh, no points. Six six for your score. That was it. Will took Toronto. Yay, thirty-one points. Uh, you're out by a lot. You got no points for that, but you got your hundred points for the win. Marky, you were Winnipeg. At- and CJ took at 42. Oh, my God. I got no points for the win, but I got 20 on the score. 20. 20, 20, Roy. Okay. Um, so, last game, Ottawa Red Blacks into Saskatchewan to play the Saskatchewan, Regina, to play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, Ottawa was pitiful. Absolutely pitiful. Uh, I don't understand how Ottawa can win a game against Edmonton and then play so poorly against Saskatchewan. Well, I guess Saskatchewan's a that much better team than Edmonton, so yeah, okay. We'll let this one slide. But anyhow, uh, 10 points for Ottawa, 23 for Saskatchewan. Sure wasn't any they, – they didn't light anything up either. So uh, they are still the only undefeated team in the league. But, you know, I still – Will's right. This is still preseason. These games suck. They're, they're so boring. They're flat. They're garbage. Uh, Got to get out of the system and start playing some good football. We only have 14 games, and three of them are gone for the most part. Um, okay. Uh, final score, 23-10. 33 points total. William, were your company gone for this one? Nope, but I watched it. Um, I watched it, though. Yeah, maybe Ottawa should have just stayed at home and let Saskatchewan play themselves. Yeah. Because to me, would have saved to me they weren't even there. To me, they weren't even there. I'm sure all you Saskatchewan fans are planning the parade. You just go ahead, okay? Because we're 3-0 and and we're undefeated. Yeehaw. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't say much about either team. I mean, uh, Saskatchewan was supposed to be good this year, and so far, they're undefeated. So, hey, good on them, okay? Um, there was nothing, nothing about Saskatchewan that impressed me that much. And nothing will impress me about Saskatchewan. We all know that, but you know, 
I I haven't even looked at standings. I don't know where Fajardo sits on the quarterback scheme of things, if he's number three or if he's number 12 or if he's number one. So I guess I should look and see. Number two. But anyways, he's number two. Number two behind Trevor Harris. Trevor Harris. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I guess that would mean that Saskatchewan has a very balanced attack. If he's undefeated, maybe he should be number one. Who knows? But anyways, go ahead, Mark. Uh, Not too far off of what you're saying, Will. Uh, I would hope they're going to beat Ottawa because it is on paper and on the field a very good team, especially on defense. And it's not like Ottawa's defense is the best in the CFL. And, yeah, Cody Fajardo only had five incompletions. He threw for 321 yards for no touchdowns. You're playing Ottawa. You'd think you would get at least one touchdown in the the air. So I'm – Still not sold on their offense. I like their defense. This game was boring. It was your typical Matt Nichols game, 170-some yards in passing. But he doesn't have Andrew Harris and Nick Dembski to get him 150 yards in rushing. So I think it's a Matt Nichols-led team. I'm wondering if LaFelice is wishing he was back in Winnipeg as the O.C., Because I know it's only two games into the season for them, or even, yeah, two games into the season. Yeah. They're not going to win many. Not with that, the way that offense looks. Uh, Saskatchewan's defense is good enough, and they showed it again. They are good enough to hold the Riders' offense and let them chip away and not get a ton of touchdowns. This is. Saskatchewan got 23 points, and I think they got, well, they got three touchdowns, but it was spread over three quarters. It's a very ball control offense, is what I found from that, especially this last game. Nobody, I'm assuming, I didn't really look, but I'm assuming nobody took Ottawa to win anyway, so I don't think anybody expected this result to be any different. I I actually took, I turned it off after the, halfway through the third quarter it was just obvious I just couldn't it was too boring go ahead Christopher I got nothing to say on this game (laughs) I've lost what happened there we are okay Uh, I lost Sparky's page there for a minute Mark's the only – oh, no, Will Charles did too. Okay, uh, Ottawa-Saskatchewan final, 33 points. Uh, Charles took the Riders with 42, uh, got the 10 point, 100 points plus 24 for a score. Uh, Will, you took Ottawa knowing that you would never pick Saskatchewan. Uh, you did pick 36 points, so you were pretty close. You are only off by three. You got 36 points. Uh, Mark, you picked Saskatchewan. For 33, you actually nailed this one. 
You nailed two games this week. Uh, you actually got the 100 points of the win. Uh, and CJ picked Ottawa because there's no way in hell I'm picking Saskatchewan. Uh, there, but I got 36. I was, I was only off by three. I picked them for three points. So I got 36 points. So the week ended this way. Mark, you had 204 points. Charles got 194. Will aced it with 376. And CJ romped in the rear for 84. Uh, So the standings are Mark in first place with 972. Charles second with 7,700 even. Will at 644 and to the back at 612. I really sucked on this one. So anyhow, that's that's the weekend review. I'm done. We're, shit, it's almost time to sign off. No, it's we've, we've still, that was an hour, but I think the first part of it was a bit half hour. Okay, anyhow, so we're going to pick scores for this week. We're going to do this really quick so we can go up and talk to some talk about some football or some things that are happening in the CFL. Now, I have a question for you guys here. Uh, Charles didn't do it, but are we going to pick scores for this Edmonton-Toronto game? 0-0. Zero, zero. Why don't we wait until the game is played? I'm just asking. Yeah, no, because the game could be played. And if it's, it's never played, played, then we'll just – it could be later on. Okay. I, I don't think it will be. But that's right? Okay. I'm, I'm saddened by this because I wanted to well, pick then, Toronto well, by then, one. If it's, if it's, if it's not <laughs> going to be played later on, if it's not going to be played later on, we should just completely ignore it altogether, I think. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. We're just going to ignore it right now. Um, who's BC playing this week? Um, Ottawa. Ottawa. Why, why is it a microphone? Okay, what? anyhow. Oh. Um, well, I'm looking at this thing that, uh, you know, the uh, – the sportscaster guys picked these these games, and Jamie Knight, yep. Hamilton, BC, and Winnipeg for the three remaining games because Edmonton's been removed. But Marshall picked the Alouettes, and then he's got a microphone instead of like the Red Blacks logo or anything. It's just a microphone. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay, anyhow. So the first game or the second game or whatever game that we're going to pick here is going to be the Hamilton Tiger Cats into Montreal. Charles has taken Hamilton with a total score of 42. I've lost my Sparky book. Oh, fuck. How is this even remotely possible? Sparky, you should put something into your thing so that I can't change it. (laughs) It should be some virus or something you put in there so that it's always on top. That would be so much nicer. 
Cool chat. There it is. It's not Sparky's fault. He can't, I can't blame him for this. Okay. There, I got it back. Okay. So Charles is taking Hamilton 42. William, what are you going to do here? Hamilton, Montreal. Uh, I am taking Montreal at 48. 48. And Mark, what are you going to do here? I'm taking Hamilton at 32. And I'm taking Montreal at 36 is what I wanted to do. I'm going to do it. There you go. We're split up there. I'm following Will's lead because he rocked it last year, last last week. Okay. The next game is the BC Lions into Ottawa to play the Red Black. Charles has taken BC at 46. I don't think if you add up all of BC scores, I don't think they're 46. Um, William, what say you? Ottawa, BC. Ottawa, Ottawa, 32. Ottawa, 32. Mark. You're really taking Ottawa. Uh, BC, 39. And I'm going to take BC, and I'm staying with my 36. Okay, and the last game is Calgary into Winnipeg, into the, the, the cesspool of COVID where there's no restrictions on how many people or how close you can be to each other. Wait till this one comes out. This is going to be so much fun. Okay, and Charles is taking Winnipeg with a score of 39. William, what say you? Uh, Calgary, 47. Marky? Winnipeg, 40. You know Charles took Winnipeg at 39, right? Oh, no, I did not. Okay, Winnipeg at 43. I'll give it that. How's that? Just, uh, I was just, it, I don't think it matters. Uh, it saying. doesn't matter. I'll go with 43. I'm good. Okay. And uh, CJ is going to take BC. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to take Calgary at 36. So I picked 36 on all three games. Okay. That one's in the books. Do you need those numbers again, Sparky? Should I do them again? Uh, Charles's pick, Hamilton 42, BC 46, Winnipeg 39. Will's taken Montreal 48, Ottawa 32, which is funny as hell. Calgary 47, Mark's got Hamilton at 32, BC at 39, Winnipeg at 43, and CJ has Montreal at 36, BC at 36, Calgary at 36. That's a wrap. The Edmonton Elks versus the Toronto Argonauts game has been postponed because the Edmonton Elks have 14 confirmed, confirmed COVID cases. Okay. That is, if I, read, I saw some math done on this, is 19.3% of the entire team. 20%. 20% of the entire team. 
one-fifth is COVID. The team has been, and I, I, I would doubt highly that next week's game is going to be uh, going to happen either. I would bet that the uh, week five game, which uh, I don't even know what it is because it's kind of, I'm doing all sorts of things here, but week five, uh, Edmonton is in Calgary. This is the Labor Day game. I would say that that's in jeopardy. I don't think you're going to get a Labor Day game, Will. No. And 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 you know what that means? That means that you got one game to go before they shut you out of the stadium. No, I got no games to go to before just the Labor Day game. That's the next one. That's the next one, and it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. You you've gone to see your last football game in your entire life. How do you like those apples? No, I said I'd never set foot in McMahon Stadium again. I didn't say anything about anybody else. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll accept that one. Um. What do you think? What do you think? Should the, the should the Elks actually forfeit the game? Does Toronto get a win for this? If 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 the Edmonton team missed the bus and didn't show up on the stadium in time, they would have forfeited. Toronto would have won by a score of one to nothing. That's a fact. So if they can't field a team because of COVID, they should lose the game. Why why are we even talking about rescheduling it? We're in a fourteen we're in a sixteen week season, seventeen week season, uh, with only fourteen games being played in it. When are these two teams going to be on a bye together, which won't happen, to be able to play the game? Are you going to move the Grey Cup over, or what are you going to do? You can't reschedule this. It's it's impossibility. Why don't you just come out and say the fucking game's been canceled? I don't don't understand how you can reschedule this game. Oh, we'll move this by team, we'll move this game. No, quit fucking around with other shit. Why are you going to inconvenience the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or or the BC Lions or Ottawa or Montreal or anybody else? Why are you going to inconvenience some other team, mess up their schedule? Because Edmonton couldn't field a team. I'm not buying it. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. And... uh, you, you, I'm sorry. You can't feel the team. You can't feel the team. You lose the game. The other interesting rule with this stuff: um, if the Edmonton team isn't 85% vaccinated, the players don't get paid. That is such a form of discrimination. I cannot believe. I, I, I where do they come up with these stupid rules? NFL. That's they follow the lead of the NFL. It's basically the same style of loops. Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And yet, BC has no cases. None. And they played them last week. 
Yeah. They are under, so and they're under an enhanced protocol, which means they're getting the Q-tip up the nose every day. Yep. And come back negative on all cases. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that. Now, if I remember uh, correctly, um, Sir Vincent Rogers was the first one to test positive. Is that correct? Yeah. And this is a man who was double vaccinated. <laughs> correct? Yeah, that's correct. And he's the alpha case here. What's your point? Are you trying to raise shit here, Christopher? No, not at all. I'm trying to trying to just state in facts. Just state in facts. So the guy's double vaccinated, catches the virus, and contaminates his entire team. Is that? Did you guys see it the way that I just saw it? Mm-hmm. That's correct, right? Right, William, you, you saw. Well, we're, we're going to assume that it was him. I mean, he was the first one to come up with symptoms and test positive, so we have to believe he's the, the alpha here. Wow. Almost like, who did – Edmonton play the week before. Week two, week – Week two, Edmonton played Montreal. Montreal should be under all sorts of tests right now, too. Because it takes about two weeks for symptoms to come up, doesn't it? That's what we were told. That's the rumor. That's what we were told way, way, way back when, unless we were being lied to then as we are now. Okay. What's your thoughts on this, William? Did we ask you? Did I ask you already? No. Okay. Um, I haven't really looked into what the team protocols are. Okay. So, obviously, these guys practice together every day, correct? Yeah. They're a team. But I mean, team meetings, team meetings, they do via Zoom, apparently. Edmonton or all teams? Um, All teams. Um, Out of Edmonton's, can you tell me, out of their three games, where have they they played on the road yet or not? Uh, Yeah, BC. They played last week in BC. Okay, maybe that's what did it. They're on the road together, so maybe they're staying, spending more time together. They're at least eating together, I would assume. Maybe well, that's what happened. I don't know. It, it, it's pretty hard for that to, to, to happen because the, that game was last Thursday, and I think Vincent Rogers tested positive on Saturday. Uh, how do you how right. do you justify that in three days? You wouldn't have had symptoms. Well, it, it, it had to but, have been prior to that when they either played Montreal or no, no, no. earlier on getting, when they played uh, getting, 
Ottawa. But they're getting tested. They're getting tested every day, are they not? No, I don't think so. So, no, I'm pretty sure they are. I think they are now. Are they Edmonton is now. I no, think no, BC is, but I don't think they now, but probably not before. The NHL didn't test every single day. Hmm. Maybe you should test everyone else. You know what I found something interesting today? That um, I don't know what the initials are, but it's you remember, you know who Dr. Fauci is, right? Yep. Yes. And he worked for some uh, infectious disease thing in Southern uh, Carolina. China. South Carolina. Oh. No, that before before that, <laughs> yeah. it was South Carolina, and then it moved to China, right? Because after Congress right. made it illegal to do this, that they patented the SARS coronavirus and the form of detection for it in 2002. Yeah. So they're the ones that are profiting right now from all these tests. Yep. I always say when, say anything when there's something that stinks, you follow the money. Follow the money. I don't always follow sound, the money. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, okay? Because I'm not one. It's not a conspiracy so, theorist. Okay. 18 months ago, we said well, that there will be vaccine passports. And everybody said, oh, yeah, get your tinfoil hat on. No, mm-hmm. we're right. We were right. Mm-hmm. It's not a conspiracy yep. theory when it's the truth. Nobody admits you know, that. I've, Nobody I've, admits I've, that they were wrong. I've, fig- I, I've figured out how to solve this whole problem for me. Okay. You know what I've been looking into? I've been looking into real estate in Afghanistan. <laughs> comes with a Humvee. <laughs> a free Humvee, apparently. Comes with a free Humvee. And, and, and enough body armor for your whole family, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hear flights there are really reasonable right now. <laughs> well, they're deadheading, right? Yeah. <laughs> back empty, so yeah, you could probably jump on that. The deadhead real easy, real cheap. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's the fall of Saigon all over again, isn't it? Oh. Mark, Mark, Edmonton Elks, Toronto Argonauts game has been postponed. Do you have anything intelligent to say on this? Is there really much not, to say on it? No, no. We, really we've pretty much been doing the unintelligent side of things, so we're kind of looking for something yeah. sane here. But well, it, it, but is there a lot to say on it? Really? They no. It's just games. He's got COVID. He's COVID's running through. COVID's running through the team. Um, they can't play. No. The curious part is. Uh, like you said, what happens if they're not ready for next week? They can't play next week. And There's not a hope in hell. If they don't play, that's two games that are now going to forfeit. 
You think they're going to get any fans knowing that they're already four games back now of everybody else? So, Shit, the only team they're going to win, beat this year is BC because they're going to forfeit the rest <laughs> of the game. Personally, I think Edmonton should just forfeit the season. I'm sure Will would be okay with that. I'd, I'd actually even phone Rhonda and congratulate her. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. In Edmonton Eskimo, Edmonton Elk fans, or whoever the hell you call yourselves now, I, I, I don't mean this in any bad way to you guys. I, I feel bad for the fans. This is absolutely terrible for well, the fans. But I honestly don't think Edmonton well, should play another game of football. What is what is the protocol when you test positive? Do you have to quarantine for 14 days? Yeah. Okay, so then they're not playing for two weeks. Possibly, more than likely three. They're right. not going to play Toronto tonight, which is where they should be playing, right? They should be playing Toronto. And in seven days, they would be playing in Calgary. And in seven right. days, they would be playing in Edmonton, Edmonton. versus Calgary. So that's the home and home. The Battle of Alberta and the Labor Day Classic are gone for them, as is the Toronto game tonight. So that's week six done, okay? And then, then they play in Edmonton with Winnipeg in week seven. What team... What team is honestly want to go and play there? Well, but not only that, I mean, this could put, in reality, this could put the whole season in jeopardy. Because it should. What if we shouldn't a, be playing football. What if, a, what if another team has to cancel their games? Then yeah. you're just, it's just, it just snowballs. Okay. I'm, and who, I'm thinking right who now. Who on this entire panel? Who in this entire panel said we should not be playing football this year? You what, did. What, what, you like to say which, when? Which, which panel? Christopher Jones said it. Christopher Jones said it. Okay. Um. Correct. I mean. I don't know what to say other than so so the thing that interests me the most and I haven't noticed it with other teams but I spend more time watching Calgary I remember the first game in Calgary I commented because there was fans in the stands vaccinated and unvaccinated nobody yeah. was wearing masks all the players were on the field. They weren't wearing masks, of course, but all of the people on the oh. sidelines were wearing masks. Okay. Yeah. Now I noticed incorrect uh, on a lot of a lot of them. What do you mean? In oh, they're wearing them improperly. Yes. 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 But 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 I've noticed that in the last weeks, nobody's wearing masks on the sidelines. Oh, I, I don't know. Dave I... Dickinson's not. Dave Dickinson's not wearing a mask anymore. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, I, every yeah, time they I show the guy in the spotter's booth, 
whether it's the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator, he's got a mask on. He's all by himself up in this big fucking booth, and he's wearing a mask. It just blows my mind every time I see that. But, um, yeah, pretty much everybody on the sidelines is, is wearing a mask. The Dickinson, not because they take it off when they talk in the microphone, and they're supposed to put it back on. Yeah, I don't know if that's the protocol now or not. Who knows? I don't know. And no, the think... guy in the booth with the mask, the guy in the booth with the mask on is no different than the people I see driving to work by themselves with masks on still to this day. Yeah. And I make sure I pull up next to them and look over them and give them that, what the fuck are you doing look, okay? No, you but either got to give them a thumbs up, give them a thumbs up and say, if all right, feel- buddy, you're doing it right. Or you laugh at them. If they feel safe, if they feel safe, more power to them. I don't care. <laughs> so there you go. This subject is getting old. Can we move on? Hello. Oh, is this Rhonda? Rhonda Hope? Rhonda put out a tweet. What? Mark put it up. Yes, here. she does all the time. Mark, Rhonda put out a tweet and it says, should have been a requirement for employment. There is no way they guys are not going to resend each other. What? Resent. She meant resent. Not going to resent each other. Their season's over. Cut the players who won't vaccinate and try and save the team. Yeah, fuck you, Rhonda Hopi. <laughs> you can't cut some, you, can't, you cannot fire Does somebody she know for what this. A job, Does she know what a job is? No. I don't know. I don't know if she works or not. I don't I don't know. I don't think she, that that was not that that tech that tweet was not intelligent. It wasn't uh, not it, it's not intelligent. Coming from Rhonda, it wasn't intelligent. intelligent. Are you kidding no. me? <laughs> Was that after five drinks or ten drinks that she sent that? Oh, did I say that? Sorry, I apologize. <sighs> okay, you want to move on? <laughs> we better. We better. Jagger Davis. <laughs> Uh, is, is, is being held out of uh, this, this game coming up by the coach, Orlando Steinauer, for breaking COVID protocols. Now, you tell me a coach who would do that. Yes, there's COVID protocols well, out there, but coaches want to win at all costs. Why would you keep out Jaguar Davis? Because you don't want to lose the whole team? Have- Maybe, or because he's a scared sheeple and he believes all this shit they're talking about COVID. Maybe that's it. Jagarrod Davis has always followed his own rules anyways. Yeah. So, just saying. It actually says in the article that um, he unintentionally broke one of the COVID rules. What what rule was it? Do you know which one it was? They didn't say which one. 
and I have no idea what the full COVID rules are when players um, are in the hotels. Anything like the the experience I have with it is NHL, so it's still sports. But if it's anything like it was there, they go from their room to the food room, and then they go back to their room. Basically, you're in your room the whole time. So he went to the bar to try to get laid, and 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 he's getting more than penalized for that. What? And nobody told him the bar was off. It could be something really minor. Nobody told him the bar was off limits. I don't, you know, it would be nice to know what the unintentional. um, No, it it said. No, that's not what it said. It said whether knowingly or unknowingly. But no, this was a quote from uh, Steinauer. Steinauer. Steinauer said that it was uh, his his actual words were whether he did it knowingly or unknowingly, it doesn't matter, and that's what his his actual words were today. So they're not saying that he. I, I don't care. It I just wasn't think it's an funny. intentional thing. The paragraph above that, it wasn't an intentional thing. So. It could no, be something minor, whatever. It doesn't matter. He broke the rules, so he sits out. Yeah. You know what I bet you he like did? You, like you put he, out, Christopher, it's a gutsy call. I bet you he took a whiz and didn't wash his hands afterwards and ate a cheeseburger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just... We all know who he is, but it, it just says, yeah. Jagarid won't play this week. Basically, the truth is when it comes to Jadaret, he violated a league protocol, and it wasn't an intentional thing. These are the results of that. Knowingly or not, he violated a CFL health and safety protocol. For that reason, he won't be ready to play the game. Well, then he should be quarantined for 14 days. He shouldn't be playing the next game. And possibly the one after that. Am I wrong? Depending oh. on what day, depends on what day he broke the, the protocol. Yeah. So no matter what, he's got 14 days. So there, mm-hmm. that's minimum two games, probably possibly three. Minimum two, because those are games that are only seven days apart, unless they have a buy in here. Week four, uh, Hamilton is playing Montreal. Week five, Hamilton is playing Toronto. Week six is playing Toronto. So he's got six, six games in the next 14 days, or three games, sorry, in the next 14 days, September 10th. And that's... Like, what are we, the 26th right now? We're the 26th. So in, in, in 14 days, he's got three games that he, he should miss.
right or wrong, that's 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 the protocol. That's what we're told. Yep. Agreed? That that is yep. correct. Yeah. Okay. Well. So he shouldn't be just sitting out this one game. He needs to sit out the next three. Correct. Depends, of, of course, on when he broke protocol. If it was like the night of his last game, then it would only be two games. That's if he tests negative. Okay, if he tests positive, it's longer. But, I mean, just because you broke a protocol rule doesn't mean you caught COVID. Nope. Now, here's the question. This is one that's not even on this agenda, and we're going to have to deal with it. We're going through this night, and it's just ripping along. There will be, there will be come the 15th of September, possibly sooner, it's in Federal, the next segment in the article. What? The, the next, contrary to CFL messaging? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's in the next segment where um talking about Ambrosia. You can't force the players to get vaccinated. It's in the article. Not what I was that. Go- that's not what I was going to talk about. No, I know, but there, in the article about that is the airplane travel. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, and what no, does it say? I until I read way down. Um, oh, why the hell did I see it? He's telling telling the teams you got to get everybody vaccinated. It's absolutely clear that it is the number one priority. Uh, blah blah blah. With more along that line. As soon as possible in the fall and no later than the end of October, the federal government plans vaccination requirement to certain travelers, including all commercial air travelers and passengers on interprovincial trains. And charters are not exempt. No. Can't go charter your airplane to get your special people nope. somewhere. Might be a lot of bus trips. Shut that up. That is a great point, for Christopher. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it, actually, if you reading that article and you go down further. Um, where was it? No, that's the Ambrosi one. If you go to the story after that, contrary to CFL messaging, the union views Canadian vaccine travel mandate as uncertain at this time. Uh, contrary to what Commissioner Randy Ambrosi has stated, the CFL Players Association has conveyed to its members that at this time there is no clarity or facts for travel vaccine mandates. As soon as possible in the fall and no later than the end of October, the federal government plans to extend its vaccination requirements to certain travelers. That could include all commercial air travelers and passengers on interprovincial trains. The government will engage with key stakeholders 
to plan for the implementation of these initiatives. Details will be communicated as the work unfolds. Process will include determining how this requirement will be implemented through confirmation of COVID-19 vaccines and other means of protection, such as testing when necessary. Uh, is there a market right now producing... Um, Jesus, Three Down Nation's got these <laughs> pop-up things that start talking in your ear. Like, fuck off. Um, who's making these counterfeit passports for everybody? Will, have you got one yet? You wouldn't tell me I'm, if you did, uh, would you? Yes, I would. I would make sure that I got you one. I'd send you one, buddy. Thanks, um, brother. I'm... Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking real hard right now, because I've got a I've got a niece who's uh, getting married in Winnipeg next August, and I have to be at her wedding. I just have to. And, and who the hell wants to drive through Saskatchewan? Well, no, they're going to have the Gestapo border guards in Saskatchewan, so, um, you know, I I. There are so many border crossings between Alberta and Saskatchewan. There are so many crossings. It would be impossible Uh for them to do it. Every grid road can go between the two of them. Shit, you can't even walk down the main street of Lloyd Minster without going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I... uh, I mean, there's there's only three crossings for BC and Alberta, three or four. That would be easy. You see, and and here's the thing, okay? If you want to talk about this from the very beginning, I thought eventually I would wane on the vaccination thing. But every single time these fuckers <laughs> tell me tell me I have to do something else, I start digging my fucking heels in and I, I, I don't know if you guys have any idea of this, but I'm probably the most stubborn piece of shit you've ever met in your life. <laughs> no. And if no, I don't no, no, and if I don't want to do something, I ain't gonna fucking do it. And if I have to sit in my house in Calgary for the rest of my fucking life and not go anywhere, I'll probably do it. So many people have said to me in the last couple of days, well, don't you wear a seatbelt? And I'm like, yes, of course I wear a seatbelt. Well, they told you to do that. And they don't get it that it's not the same thing. Okay? It it doesn't affect me the same way. So, I don't know, man. I'm 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 starting to hate the world. Christopher, did you read the CSLPA um, uh, thing they put out on the bottom of that article? Yeah, that's what I was reading. Where did I see it? There will be limitations and potential for pay loss scenarios for players 
as teams may be in the position to lawfully withhold paychecks or terminate contracts if a player cannot accompany the team because vaccines are required for travel. And that's understandable. Yep. So, so when are the lawsuits going to start happening, Christopher? I, you, know? I, you know, that was, I was asking for a constitutional challenge on this today. I was talking to a couple of lawyers, and uh, it, it really seems like nobody wants to touch it. And do you, know when, do you know when the constitutional challenge will come up? I'll tell you when? exactly the day that it happens is when a vaccine passport is mandatory to enter a courtroom. Uh, okay. Uh, Roscoe Gilletti, uh, do you know who he is? Nope. Uh, he is actually somebody that you should get to know. He's a, he's an absolute brilliant constitutional lawyer uh, based out of Toronto. He has uh, challenged the Canadian government on several occasions, winning most of them. Um, he lost the one on the Bank Act, which I really don't understand, but because it, it actually got shut down for the wrong reason, uh, the Supreme Court. Anyhow, beside the point. Um, he's the guy to watch. He's the one that's willing to step up and take this one on. And uh, he's the one that I'm watching the most. And you should should check him out and see what he's doing. We'll do that. I heard, actually, my boss was telling me today, or sorry, my boss's father, who was my ex-boss, apparently yeah. his his 20-year-old granddaughter's boyfriend got the first vaccine shot, Okay, and he got shingles. He's 20 years old. <laughs> And he had a sh- he had shingles right after the vaccine, and so the government has told him that he doesn't have to take the second shot. Oh, which by the way, gentlemen, I didn't bring this up, and I'm going to bring it up now. Remember, my wife had a bad reaction, correct, to the vaccine. Yeah. And Alberta Health Services called her six weeks after the fact, and she asked them what she should do. She told them what happened. And they said they were going to get back to her in a couple of days to see if she should take the second shot. Well, she didn't hear from them. So when all of this stuff stuff happened on Monday, she decided she better phone them and see where she stands. And she happened to get the same woman who told her that she was going to call her back two days later. And the woman said that she talked to her superiors and Patty's um, case was not, what, is, what was the word they used? Severe um, enough? It was not, no, 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 it was not, it was not a legitimate case because she didn't have the allergic reaction for three days. They said if she had had it in the first hour, then it would be a legitimate case. And they still suggest that she gets the second vaccine. And 
she's just she's just beside herself because she doesn't know what to do, and she she does not want to take the second shot because she is she is really scared of what would might happen, and I okay. don't blame her. Okay. And I don't blame her. So. So I don't know. I I, I don't know how to ask this question properly. Mm-hmm. Let's make it let's make it hypothetical. Okay. okay. Let's make it hypothetical. Your daughter comes to you and says that she had a one night stand and she's pregnant. Yep. What's the answer? It's her body. It's what her choice. Mean? It's her body. It's her yeah. choice. We'll support her right. in whatever decision she tries to make, but it's her body and her choice. Correct. When did that change? Because it's my right. body it's and true. my choice. Yeah, but no, it's not, Christopher, because you're endangering everybody else. No, I'm not. I'm an asshole. I keep to myself. No, you're endangering everybody else, Okay. I was told today, I, mean, I was told today by my daughter that a requirement, a government, provincial government requirement for children to go to play school must have a vaccine passport for every member of the house. No way. In BC? In BC. So my grandson oh, can't go here. to preschool play school because i preschool because i refuse right. to do it everybody else in the house has done it oh has everybody else been vaccinated pretty much i i, I believe so i don't know it's not a subject that they're willing to bring up with me so i think they're off doing it behind my back i see i don't know about my son-in-law but we'll see what happens he might just get forced to by his wife. Women have that way to persuade men. Yep. It's called I, blackmail. I get, I get two calls a week. One from my uh, sister-in-law in Edmonton, insisting that I must go get the vaccine because I'm endangering her sister because Patty has asthma and she will not even, she will not even, yeah, I know that. She will not even have a discussion with me. She will not even have a discussion with me. Everything I say, she just ignores. Yeah. And the other phone call I get is from my sister-in-law in BC who is a nurse and she is absolutely she absolutely loses it on me that I won't get a vaccine and she says to me I don't know how somebody so smart can be so fucking stupid and she and won't it, listen to reason either you know what it really boggles the mind I I have a very large group of friends and, and I know you're going to laugh at this, but I do. 
friends, acquaintances, whatever, people that I have hung around with throughout my life. And some of them are beyond intelligent. I mean, extremely high-end, high-level people with the background that I came out of. Not one of them is going to take this vaccine. Not one of them. None of my friends with a high IQ will take this vaccine. And and you know what? I one of the things. Okay, so and don't take this the wrong way. I I I've always believed that most people are stupid. Okay, just it's just the way I am. But since this whole COVID thing has happened, even the intelligent people I thought were intelligent are stupid as far as I'm concerned. Because they, they just will not listen to anything you have to say. And I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. And I know some, it, it's funny, Christopher, because I know some very intelligent people and they have all been vaccinated. Mm, okay. I, I don't know. So, None of my friends are that way. And I, I, I don't get it. I just, I mean, I have never, ever taken a vaccine for anything other than what my parents made me take when I was a kid. I mean, every time I go and see my doctor for the last 10 years, she said, you should take a, sh- you should have a sing- shingles vaccination, Will. And I'm like, yeah, a- no, I'm not going to do that. You should have a flu shot. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had one of those either. And I haven't had the flu in 27 years. Yeah. So. And you know what? If I catch COVID and die, so be it. I mean, but I just don't think it'll happen. Just saying. And now we've turned the last 20 minutes into COVID. Mark, would you like to be involved in this conversation? No, he doesn't want in. I'm good. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay. We won't, we won't beat up on you. My attitude towards COVID is... My attitude towards the vaccine, you being vaccinated or not, is I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I don't ask right. people if they've been vaccinated or not. Um, even the guys I work with, we don't have to be vaccinated at work, and I don't even ask them. I don't care. So, so hey, Mark, are you back to work full time? Yeah. More or less, yes. Um, yeah, more or less back last three weeks. And and the hotels functioning at a hundred percent, are they? Uh, well, our restaurant isn't open yet. Um, oh, okay. But the pools of the indoor and outdoor pool are both open with restrictions, of course. And uh, what kind of restrictions? Again, you got to wear masks. Oh yeah, you got to wear masks in the water or what? Oh, no, not in the water. No, guests right now don't have to wear a mask. Oh, okay. They will, the mask mandate is coming back 
next week, I think, or yeah. two weeks. Um, but right now, no, like meeting guests, people staying in the hotel, you're encouraged to wear a mask by signs, but nobody does except staff. You already, you know exactly who the staff is by the mask. So, well, you know, it was quite a funny thing. I went, I went, I took last Friday off, which I never do. And I went shopping with my wife and we went to a mall and five or six of these stores that we went into the mall had signs on their wall that said, if you're not double vaccinated, we please ask you to wear a mask, okay? But not one employee in the store was trying to enforce this on anybody. Why would they? So, well... Especially job, at minimum, job. especially at minimum wage, though, they're not gonna, not they're job. not gonna get, they're not gonna get beat up by some fucking bully, who wants to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's too bad that it's coming down to that. So, and Common and now my not a- thing. Go ahead. Not very common, right? Now my now my new thing is, my new thing is I think in restaurants they're going to start tracing again, okay? And so what I've decided to do is I'm going to give them the name of one of my friends that have been double vaccinated, okay, with their phone number, and they can phone them and ask them when they're when they're sick, you know. So I'm not going to give them my name. Ever going to happen? Because I don't want to end up in Auschwitz, okay, in the oven. Just say it. Anyway. Can we end this show? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Nick Arbuckle, Cody Pajardo, and Ellingson have been named the league's top players of the week. Good for them. See, actually, the only article, the only article in this entire thing that had nothing to do with COVID, and we've got nothing to say about it. It was nice to see Ellingson have a good game. It was. I thought he was all washed up. Because he's done nothing up until that game. Right, he showed the other night that he's not all washed up. And I do like Nick Arbuckle since he's a former Stampeder, okay? And Cody Fajardo, it's not his fault he plays for Saskatchewan, okay? On Cody Fajardo, I'd just like to remind all Ryder fans that whether you finish first place in the league or not and you get all the awards... It's the last man standing that matters. Well, yeah, and they know that from 2019 because they were in first place. Right? Yep. They won all kinds of awards. Didn't Fajardo win an award in 2019? Yeah, I think it was the award was for hitting the goalpost. That's why they didn't make it to the break <laughs> up. Yep. I keep on hearing about that one all the time, okay? Oh, that one's going to be around forever. Yep, yep, yep. For sure, for sure. Just so, adds to the legend of the losers. 
It does so. It does so. But, hey, what are you going to do? Christopher, any more words of wisdom? One of my friends told me about a powerful lesson in her daughter's high school class this winter. They're learning about the Salem witch trials. Their teacher told them that they were going to play a game. I'm going to come around and whisper to each of you whether you're a witch or not. Your goal is to build the largest group possible that does not have a witch in it. At the end, any group found to include a witch gets a failing grade. The teams dove into grilling each other. One fairly large group formed, but most of the students broke into small exclusive groups, turning away anyone they thought gave off a hint of guilt. Okay, the teacher said, you've got your groups. Time to find out which one fails, which ones fail. All witches, please raise your hand. No one raised a hand. The kids were confused and told him that he'd messed up the game. Did I? Was anyone in Salem an actual witch? Or did, they, or did everyone just believe what they had been told? And that is how you teach kids how easily it is to divide a community. Keep being welcoming, beautiful people. Shunning, scapegoating, and dividing destroy far more than they protect. Interesting. Uh-huh. That's my words of wisdom for the night. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, I Wow. Okay. This, this, I don't even think Sparky's going to enjoy this show. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he'll he'll type and he'll type his words of wisdom. Trust me, because he is a guy who's sold hook, line, and sinker. Okay, and that's okay if that's what he believes in. That's okay. And I'm not saying, you know what? I'm not saying I'm right, and I'm not saying I'm wrong. But what I am saying is it's my own choice. It's that simple. 100%. Right? Because I really don't know if I'm right or wrong, to be honest with you. But right now I'm choosing not to. List of indoor events and and settings that you'll need a vaccine card or includes ticketed sports events, concerts, theater, dance, symphony, movie theaters, restaurants, nightclubs, casinos, fitness centers, and gyms, businesses offering indoor high-intensity group exercise activities. What would that be? Like an orgy? Organized indoor events like weddings, parties, conferences, meetings, and workshops. Wow. Uh, 
I'm already building more of a gym at my office because I think I'll end up being stuck there pretty quick. Yeah. So on another note, does pineapple belong on a pizza? Yes. Well, I personally think the person who invented that should be shot what? and quartered. Pizza or, or pineapple on pizza? Pineapple on pizza, shot. He should be cut up. We should send his limbs to all the four corners of the earth and never to have pineapple pizza again. Who the fuck puts fruit on a pizza? Come on. Okay. What's your? Do you eat pizza, Christopher, or not? I've never had a slice of pizza in my life. Oh, you're such a loser. I would eat pizza seven days a week, three meals a day if I could. Yeah, well, I'm allergic to cheese, onions, and tomatoes. Okay. Pretty much cuts out Italian food for me. Well, yeah, but yeah, but real pizza doesn't have doesn't have tomatoes on it. Okay, it's got tomatoes on it. Um, yeah, it does. It's got, it's got cheese. Some does, some doesn't. I've had yeah. I've had uh, I've had pizza without either or. Yeah. Well, but yeah, no, I I love pizza. Always have. Yeah. Never had a piece of pizza in my life. And to be honest with you, I am starting to, just so you know, I'm starting to enjoy pizza with pineapple on it. I don't know why. Oh, shut up. I got to shut up the show now. I'm so, don't be a hypocrite. This has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 451. <laughs> I'm your host of this clown show, Christopher Jones. You guys take care. Have a great evening. Mark, say good night. Good night, everybody. It was good to be back, if only to say BC sucks. Yeah, fuck off. Well. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Just so you know, go Owls and the Stampeders suck. Stampeders suck, yes. But we also have the return of Swaggerville.